Welcome to Launch Left, an intentional space for art and activism, a podcast, a label, a launchpad for left of center artists. So excited about today's episode. I wore my shirt. It is for Alika's Attic, River Phoenix 50, who my brother being River Phoenix was a great inspiration for why I started Launch Left for left of center artists. He always thought outside the box and cared so deeply about music and its healing powers. There's going to be interviews with some of his good friends that were part of the record, namely Dermot Mulroney, Michael Stipe, and Flea. In the meantime, please don't forget to rate and subscribe. Follow us on all socials at Launch Left. Hope you enjoy it. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome, Flea. Here, he has a lot to say about Alika's Attic. What are you doing? So what's going on? So what's going on? I just want to think about him. I want to be reminded of him. I want to see pictures of him. I want to hear his music. I want to remember the stuff. Just, you know, yeah. I just want him present. You know, it's wild to think he would have been 50 on the 23rd. Wow. Wait, his birthday is August 23rd? Yeah. Mm. I love thinking about him. I know, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you first heard about Alec his Attic, like, I know you and River were friends and you'd made movies. To, I think you met making a movie together, right? I met River before I became close to River. I, I met him um, through, like, some, like, social thing, but briefly, you know, and I didn't – he was super young and – and um, I could tell he was a wild spirit, but we didn't get to know one another. But when I showed up on the first day of working on my own private Idaho, like I didn't know anyone. And I showed up and he was just like, Zoop! you know what I mean? Just like, and was like, welcomed me. And, and maybe he sensed that I didn't know anyone. And I was kind of, you know what I mean? Like kind of drifting around, like, and I was scared because I was like acting in this movie and I, you know what I mean? I didn't know what was going to happen and um, didn't really know how things worked. And I think, you know, he had that, that nature. If he saw someone, like, felt any degree of, like, discomfort in someone, he wanted to help them. You know, he just came to me, and we just bonded and became friends. And, and I can't remember then, like, was Alec Azadic happening then? Yeah, that was... Yeah, then that's when I found out about it. Like, I knew that he was playing music, and we jammed, and, you know, right away we were jamming, you know? Right. Um, and... Uh, I'm sure he was telling about Alec Azadic, and I, I remember, you know, that at the time his favorite band was XTC, and we listened to a lot of XTC, and he played me Alec Azadic songs, and I just remember like being in love with his um, musical sensibility, you know, and just his offbeat like. Uh, different angle of looking at music and how we interpreted it. And like every musician has their own language, you know, and his was super, um, not like schooled at all. Like the language wasn't like, let's try a B flat ninth with a flat 13th and that chord will resolve to this chord or whatever. It was really, 
you know, about color and image and emotion and intuition. And, and, um, that was the language that I spoke to in music. And, um, so I just appreciated him. The episode's really about Alec is Attic and celebrating. Yeah. You know, I never saw Alec is Attic play. I listened to many a tape and I remember, um, you guys jamming out, you know, but I never actually saw an Alec is Attic concert and it's weird because I know every Alec is Attic song right. like I heard him play every Alec is Attic song he would play for me or we'd listen to recordings and, and I, like back in the day I went into the studio and played on something like with him and Josh um I can't remember if you were there or not but uh T-Bone Burnett was producing it uh-huh. and uh yeah it's saw uh, man it's so long ago now Rain I know Maybe. <laughs> it's, it's so long ago, I know. It's but I got to say, like, like when you asked me, when you invited me to to play on the stuff, I was so happy. And when, you know, I had it, you sent me the recordings and I went and sat up in my garage and I just learned how to work Pro Tools, right? Remember I told you, I don't know how to do Pro Tools. And I like kind of figured it out enough to like put it up and play on it. And I was just sitting alone in my garage listening to it and hearing your two voices together, you know, back from that time, really was so incredible. Like it just brought me right back. And in a way I kind of forgot, you know, like remember that something's amazing, but then you go back and you hear the actual voice and it's, it's like a time machine, you know, it's so magical. Like I feel like certain music when it's really great has this quality that, it's always because it was so forward looking in the time that it was done, it retains its freshness forever. And through that freshness, it's like a fucking portal to, to, to the truth of, of that time. And like listening to it and going back and, and feeling me just reminded me and filled me up, filled my heart up so much. Wow. I, I totally, what a beautiful way to describe that. And I think that's so true of music it can be like a time machine you know like the most beautiful time machine if it's good music so yeah i equally had that experience and um and it was such a beautiful new layer to add to have you who's been a friend for so long and such an incredible bass player contribute to it it added this like you know it's like if it were a patchwork quilt it added this like really special new patch to it you know what I mean that made it like even more like now it has this additional meaning and depth and it sounds so great on the songs uh, you two sound so great together it's like uh it's a texture that that you know it's, it's unlike anything else this is like a two years ago I released two of his songs and then I made the record river and now it's his birthday and that was 25 years since he died now it's his birthday he would have been 50 this two years has felt like a poem. I can't explain it. It was important to do it the way that it happened and I wouldn't have forced it any earlier and all of that, like you said. But I'm grateful and I'm so grateful to all his friends who have been there and you have been and also, you know, been present and part of this particular project to celebrate his 50th birthday. So thank you so much for being part of River's 50th celebration and his life. Um, I know you moved him and he really counted you as one of his best friends. So I appreciate it. Thanks for bringing me in, Rain.
Yeah. Have a great rest of your night. You too. Bye. Bye. So as you all know, Launch Left always asks two questions of our guests. One is, how did music find you? And thanks to Rich Topeka, I actually have a quote from River. So this one is from 1991, Paper Magazine with Gary Penny. When my family moved to L.A., I never thought I'd be an actor. I started playing music with my sister Rain in Venezuela when I was five and she was three. Music is in my wrist, in my fingers, and in my soul. I feel very strongly about music as a composer, more so than as a musical performer. I'm not really into live stuff. I've never even done theater. I'm not a frontman. I'm just a musician who gets into his guitar. Now, I find that quote kind of funny because we'd already toured, I believe, at that point. And there's another quote. So this is from 1989, Sky Mag. He says, I now have a band, and last year we played Eastern Colleges in the U.S., but I'm not thinking about albums. I'd just like to play live and develop personal involvement with the audience. (laughs) Now, I will say that River was a bit contradictory at times in press on purpose. I think, you know, he pushed, he liked to push the envelope. And what's interesting is you can see that some of his responses are a little bit different depending on who he's talking to. I was able to reach Dermot Mulroney on location in Texas. He sent me a photo before we started our interview of the Texas Plains that was so beautiful, just tall grass, and he seemed to have the only house out in the middle of nowhere. And so if you can imagine that kind of visual to our conversation I don't know if many people know that you're a musical person and that you and River were such close friends. So I just wanted to get you on to have an opportunity to share a little bit about um, River because it's a celebration of his 50th um, and specifically your relationship to him and your understanding of his relationship to music and how those commingled for both of you as friends. Yeah, well. However you want to talk about it, but... Well, well, you put it so beautifully, because that's what it was. Um, And to have known you this long is just incredible. Still, uh, you know, a musical influence in my life. You, Rain, I mean. And having had other experiences with you subsequent to my first meeting with River, which was musical the moment we met. We were both... um, hired as actors by Sam Shepard to play in a movie called Silent Tongue. In Roswell, New Mexico. So you remember, Rain, that River arrived. um, uh, This is the end of the earth, Roswell, New Mexico. It's certainly the, you know, dead center of, you know, isolation, Southwestern America. And, um, he moved right in to the double wide trailer that the production had provided me uh, with his guitar. He had a um, black uh, uh, ovation. 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 That's what I pictured. Right. Um, And I had just been playing guitar for a little while because I grew up as a classical, classically trained cellist. Um, but I was seeing somebody play the guitar in a way that I didn't understand. And that, that was River's approach. You know it so well and you take it for granted, but at the time, 
um, his right hand, his uh, plucking and, and uh, strumming hand was so unique to me. The next time I saw it, of course, was when I saw Kurt Cobain playing. Don't know what their cross-pollination was, but really touched it. You'd ask me to talk about uh, this today in Alica's Attic. When did I... When, I know you had notes um, about uh, string tracks, uh, specifically on that song. Um, I think it was 1995 or 96, 96 maybe. When were those original tracks and his vocals and... Uh, oh, those were 93. 93. 93. Yeah, 93. After we did Silent Tongue. Yeah. You guys were recording that song alone. Mm-hmm. So interesting. That frames time for me, too. Because during Silent Tongue, my wife, Catherine, at the time, um, drove my cello out there, too, because I said, like, look, I'm holding an old-fashioned phone. Um, <laughs> the music is happening here. There's this guy named T-Bone Burnett, you know, and Sam's playing the guitar. And um, so um, that's when I first played music with, uh, with your brother. Very cool. And you you also worked together more than just that time. I think you worked on, were you in Thing Called Love as well? I was in Thing Called Love because of River, who told Peter Bogdanovich to hire me as the best friend. His, the quote he, uh, Peter told me, River said, is, we are a chemistry set. If you're looking for chemistry between these two parts, I already know him. We, we are a chemistry set, was what I remember hearing. And I was so touched because we were friends, but Boy, there are, you know, I've got a lot of friends who are actors and bless them all. But it's hard when you're an actor to get another actor apart. That's only happened to me a couple of times over time. Mm -hmm. So I'll always remember that, too, which threw us into this incredible period of making music um, because they because River already knew T-Bone. He enlisted his help to teach Samantha Mathis how to sing and play. Um, guitar, because she's the lead playing Miranda Presley in the movie um, Thing Called Love. And she sings so beautifully in that film, If God Were a Woman, too. Um, so we were in recording studios back and forth playing on each other's pieces. You'll even see in that movie a rare glimpse of a song I love called Lone Star State of Mind. Um, that was River's song, right? He wrote that. that. I, no, it's River's song that he wrote, and few of our songs that we wrote got in the movie because Nashville Power was pushing, you know, like pop music country at the time into that movie. So there's this weird like, creative conflict between authentic, are the actors really going to bring their music or not? But we all wrote songs for it. River's made the, made the cut, and I saw that coming, so I'm like, I'm going to be a country music aspiring songwriter, but I'm also going to conveniently play the cello Smart in country music um, movie. Smart, you must be a scorpion. And I'm on film with River and Jimmy, James. I'll forget his name, but um, the th a trio in that song with me backing River on cello. It's a great piece of music. It that is. I watched him yeah. concoct and worked on playing it in the trailers to get it ready for the day that you pre-recorded and the whole process. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that was fascinating too. By then I picked up some of his, uh, which I retained to this day, not using a pick, but a real slappy hard 
impactful concussive um, right hand, uh, uh, loose right hand guitar playing. So I still play guitar the way I do because of River. Me too. The yeah, old- and I don't doubt it. <laughs> and your voices blend so incredibly in these recordings. Oh, thanks. That's what I know always made Alaka's attic. I never saw you guys live. Um, please understand, I was hearing about Alaka's attic, but I didn't know about the band when I met River on Silent Tongue. You know what I mean? So to me, it was just this actor who I already knew and was a star and I respected. But it was like his side gig band, you know? So mm-hmm. I missed it. I look back and, you know, you wonder so many things, but I wish I'd been more on Alaka's Attic. We didn't have YouTube and get where right. You're like, ah, oh, I get it. I get it. So it's, it's also grown on me. So yeah. then several years, only a few years later, I'm playing on it. And, and um, yeah. So yeah. I'm remembering him working off of his melody and concocting a companion cello track for it. So that too was its, own really unique musical experience that of course was with you in the man in that studio environment that we had yeah which was amazing all thanks to you so amazing oh, well, Dee, thank you so much uh, is there anything I, I else you want to share yeah no. feel free otherwise gosh we'll... any more i'd share now you know it'd be too much yeah <laughs> sure. i think i wanted to touch on one more piece of his music um no, if I could be try to begin counting the filaments that spring from your brother that are connecting me to so many amazing people, um, we'd be here all day. So I guess that's just it. But musically, too, because that led me to Flea and to Stipe and to um, people I never would have known in the way that I did, you know. Yeah. Such a generous even, spirit even like that. after he was gone, you know. Yeah. So. Maybe. I know. One of the most generous people I've ever had the grace to meet and spend a large amount of time with. Always connecting people. Always yeah, saying. Grouper, yeah. a, a, a dog pack. Yeah. Mentality. So glad yeah. I'm packed still, sister. I love you so love much. Love you. Oh, really. Happy birthday, River 50. Bless. Thank you. Bye, dear. See you soon. Okay. So as you know, Launch Left asks two questions. The second question is, what is your form of activism or what do you champion? What finds its way into your art and inspires your art? What is your form of activism? Uh, And I have a quote here from River that was in the let's see, something called Night Rider, I believe, in 1989 by Kathy Haight. He says, uh, priority number one on the list for us and for the whole world really is the environment, says Phoenix, sitting in a lobby of reflection studios with members of his band, Alec is Attic. It's the life support system that keeps all of us, men and women in our civilized realm, alive. Animals can't really voice their opinion, We feel as though we can be one of the spokespeople on their behalf. I'm so glad I got to answer both questions from River's own quotes. So there you have it. And here are a few things Michael Stipe had to say about River and their friendship and Alec is Attic. 
it was an it was an introduction through my sister Linda, my younger sister, who moved I think from Chicago, uh, where she was in school, to Florida, uh, to Gainesville, and with her boyfriend at the time, and was living with Lou Kregel, uh, the artist who you know very well, and Ani Diaz, your best friend, and met this whole group of people, including your entire family, and. Um, I just remember Linda talking about you guys and being like, you're going to love them. They're so cool. They're exactly, we're exactly like them. They're so amazing. And I visited there, but I think before I came to Gainesville, River drove up to Athens. I don't remember what for, but I remember him parking this giant bus outside my house and um, everyone piling out of it. And it was like a complete love fest, you know? (laughs) And it was, this has happened to me several times in my life where I met someone who I had an introduction to through someone near and dear, or I met someone completely out of the blue. And I knew instantly that it was going to be a lifelong love, like a complete energy bond, you know? And I felt that with Rivers so strongly. And I feel that with you, to be completely honest. And so, you know, I got two in one there. It's pretty nice. I love, the rest, I, I love the rest of your family as well. I want to I want to send out a big hello to everyone uh, while we're doing this. But that's how that's how the phoenixes came into the stipe uh, 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 circle. And how are, what's it called when two when two things overlap and it's the part in the middle? You know? Yeah. That's, that's like that's the love fest right there. That's where it's all happening. Yeah. Some version of the new south. You know? I think way back when i mean we were all puppies you know we were children i know you guys were really children i was a little bit older but you guys were totally children and we were just doing what children do we were playing and having a great time and everything was love so true um and then when was the first time you heard of alec is attic of river and music did you know that immediately about him or was that later in your friendship well, Linda, 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 my sister, played music, and I knew that River loved music uh, from, from the get-go. I think I remember seeing Alicus several times, but um, the time I remember very specifically was at the 40 Watt Club. It was actually your voice, uh, if, I'm, if I may, that was this, like, uh, I think the, the term clarion. I, I don't know. That's a reference to a bell, I think. But your voice is so pure and cuts through, you know, the the possibly shittiest sound system, which the 40 Watt Club had a pretty good sound system. I will say that even then. But your your voice over the the cacophony of Alicus uh, was was really um, pr- profound and memorable. And it was a really fun. I think we turned it into a weekend. I think I think you guys stayed um, for several days and we we had a total like, you know, vegan love fest. That's about right. We usually <laughs> parked it, right? If we could, if there was no other tour day, we'd just stay and eat. <laughs> stay and hang out, eat, swim. The other thing that I was super curious about was the cover art, which I'm so grateful to you for sharing with us for the record, um, um, the photograph of River. Was that a whole separate time in your friendship? That the photos yeah, that was a completely separate time. Um, we had gone to Nashville to see 
Natalie Merchant perform opening, she was doing an opening gig for a, an act that we will not mention because we don't like them. Uh, <laughs> but Natalie was there and I was like, ah, road trip. And River thought it was a great idea. And you were there, it was bugging him. So you guys were braiding it in a car, I think. And all we had was masking tape to hold it together. So he had all these uh, like tons of braids, almost like dreadlocks. And we got, to, we, we saw the show. Uh, this was on the way back down to Athens from Nashville. And when we arrived into Athens, Georgia, um, River wanted a haircut. And so I reached out to Jeremy Ayers because I knew he could cut hair. And I invited him over and those guys knew each other. And Jeremy did this beautiful haircut in my backyard, uh, a bowl cut. In fact, I had these pictures because then we went to see Natalie perform in Atlanta. I mean, it was this whole like road trip. Riv, Riv and I did a lot of road trips. So it was this whole road trip to see Nat Natalie was the reason to do it, but it was really just to get out and, you know, see the country and have fun. But he, he Jeremy gave him this insane bowl cut that looked like, you know, little rascals. I mean, it was just in this insane haircut. And I actually have a picture of Natalie, River, and Jeremy on the couch backstage at, I don't know if you've ever seen that one even. I, I have all these amazing shots from, from that trip. But, um, but yeah, the, the haircut took place in the backyard and um, we left the hair in the ground to, you know, total like hippie move, but we left the hair there to, to feed the animals and, and, and the plants <laughs> and headed to Atlanta to see it, Natalie, to see Natalie sing. Wow. I didn't realize it was part of the little uh, Natalie Merchant tour. You guys were on road trip tour. Appreciation moment for Michael Stipe, who refreshed my memory on a few special moments with Alec Azadik. <laughs> I remember Alec's because Riv liked, there were a few bands that he really loved and admired that I did not like very much. And it was the type of music. But there was a thing with Alec's where run through his or you guys' way of hearing and composing, there was always a hook and there was always a vocal. The vocal um, uh, interplay was always really important, which I loved because that reminded me of uh, groups like uh, X and groups like um, Gang of Four, who I was huge fans of, and even The Clash. Um, Riv was uh, referencing other groups that I didn't like so much, but the music always had a hook, and and the and the vocal always had this beautiful interplay, and the the guitars. Uh, had this kind of wall of sound thing where uh, I'm thinking of the Feelies and I'm thinking of uh, oh, yeah. Blue Aeroplanes who had an army of guitar players. They had, I think, six guitar players on, on stage and a dancer, a guy, a Polish guy who just danced. But um, with Alicas, you know, you didn't have to have the dancer on stage because the whole audience was just up and down like kangaroos. and it was always, it was, it was, it was a really, it was all, it, you, you guys were always a really fun show. Yeah. Um, I it's love true. It's true. I have really great memory. I don't think I ever took pictures. I never liked, um, I never liked taking pictures of people on stage 
until the iPhone actually. Mm. And then you just like, you just hold it up and say, like, yeah. and it looks like it looks like crap anyway, so it doesn't matter. But I always thought that before and after stage was more interesting. Huh. Well, you're the best. Is there anything else you'd like to share? You're so sweet to share all these very special moments. For That's what I remember. The only thing is I can't, I can't believe that River's going to be 50 years old. I mean, we were really such puppies, and now we're all, you know, as old as the hills, and that's just fine. <laughs> it's just fine. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. So so much gratitude I have to have come across your family by way of River, and that was something that Dermot said right before he got off, was like the amount of relationships and connections that he made um, in the short time that he got to share with River. Like River was such a connector and that – you know, and, and I think about that all the time. All my friends, my dearest friends come because, by way of my brother and his generosity and like, you should know Michael and you should know, you know, he would just bring me everywhere. And, and I, and so knowing you has changed, you know, my life so much. And I'm so happy that we're in each other's lives and happy birthday, River 50. Wow. Wow. Happy birthday, River. We love you <laughs> to the end of time. Oh, I love you, Step. I'll talk to you soon. I love you too, babe. It's intertwining just like that. That's so cool how you do that. I can't quite do it. This is how we sign off.
Left aims to create an intentional space that highlights and empowers all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice but a necessity. Launch Left begins with music, but its ultimate aim is to launch left of center artists in all creative fields. 